Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Joanna James, yeah? Johanna, no? Johanna, Johanna, Johanna. or Joanna. Yeah. It's Johanna. It's Johanna. That's how I said. But Johanna. Johanna. Right. Johanna. Clearly not Joanna. Joanna. I'll say J E H A H. You play it safe. You do a soft ace. Joanna. Johanna. Johanna. I'm a geezer. I'm a geezer. I am a geezer. And I have a problem. 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 Being a geezer ain't always fun and games, but you ain't alone. You're locked into the Free the Geezer podcast. It's Scotty Stacks. Danny Graff. Johnny Dutch. A.K.A. The Manor. Now, with the help of the gorgeous Dr. Gareth. Gorgeous. And the cast of very special guests. A few boats in there. We're going to be solving your problems, our problems, stripping away stereotypes. Speak your mind. Free the bird, free the geezer. Hello and welcome to the last episode in the season of the Free the Geezer podcast. This episode is called Drink Drugs and Having It Large. Wow. We were talking about everything from alcohol abuse to a cocaine addiction to not being able to leave the sesh. We've received loads of messages on this one from our fans, fellow geezers far and wide, and they've all been important messages and very heartfelt. Joining us in the studio will be myself, Dutch. Scotty Stacks. Danny Graft. And our resident psychiatrist, Dr. G, giving qualified insight and advice. We'll be later joined by Johanna James, the very funny Johanna James. Remember, also, if you haven't already, like, subscribe and rate the Free the Geezer podcast so we can keep the conversation going. Back again, Dr. G. Thank Dr. You. G. Hello. Hello. Renegade master. Our source of wisdom. Yeah, thank you very much. I've learned so much sitting next to you. Have you? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it calls my dad into question. For what, what did he teach me? <laughs> what have you learned, John? Eighteen years, yeah, everything. Learned? I've learned... I've learned to, if you do cheat, <laughs> to never tell your partner. We're taking it. We're taking I wish I'd been to that. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I am. I've learned that joking. psychiatrists are pretty much the same as the rest of us. Mm, they are. Yeah. Despite oh, knowing ref- more, you're still the same. Oh, oh you got sex. Here we go. Jimmy. This is from an anonymous sender. I tried coke for the first time about a year ago whilst out with my good pals. Only two out of ten in the lad group do it. The rest are oblivious. Long story short, I can't have a drink now without putting at least two grams up my nose. Mrs. would kill me if she found out. It's not an addiction. It just comes hand in hand with the booze. Well, can I, can I start this? For starters, well, it, on, it is an addiction. That's two addictions if it goes hand in hand with the booze. That's two you've got there. Wow. It is. Responsible it's, graft. Let's have it work. No, look, I'm, I'm at, okay, let me just, I'll be very honest here. It, it's a drug we were very late, I think, all of us trying it. Yeah. And I think everyone's got the same problem with gear, which is that it's in your head when you've had a drink, let's do that. And it's the only drug I've ever taken where I don't feel like it's made my night better. No. You think you want to do it and then you do it. It's, and not, then... it's not fun. No. 
All you think about is doing more gear. Okay. Like, have, you ever seen someone, to... have you ever seen someone bang on the gear and thought they look like they're having a fucking great time? Laughing. You rarely see no, people No, you don't, you don't ever do a real smile. Just no, like, hey, so, hey. Yeah. it ain't good for you. Most people I know have got depression yeah, or no, have had depression yeah. have done gear. To me, I can't really see any positive. The, the thing is, what's interesting here is when he says it's not an addiction. Because the, the thing about addiction is that everyone thinks that addiction is you're a train spotting fucking dependent junkie and anything other than that isn't a, and it isn't an addiction but the thing is if you come home every day without fail and have a couple of beers or a couple of glasses of wine that's an addiction if you go out every weekend and you do a bit of packet every single weekend yeah. it's an addiction all it takes I see it so many people it's one person to mention it yeah. and that's everyone done yeah. it's like, and, and that's an addiction right because that's it's like if, if you speak to an ex-smoker right don't think about fags at all, and then they see somebody on the telly lighting a fag, yeah. and they're like, oh... I was Fun, funnily enough, when I first tried to quit smoking after about a year of smoking, I was watching Big Brother and that uh, Preston from The Ordinary Boys oh, snouting yeah. his bollocks off in there. I was like, I've got to have a fag. Yeah. Yeah. Every single it. time I watch Peaky Blinders, the same thing. I have a snout every 2.3 seconds on that show, and it is, yeah. it is literally, it encourages you more than anything. But I would say the thing about um, cocaine, why, it's, why it does become habitual, it makes it become a stabilising yeah. effect on your night. If you're too drunk and you want to keep drinking, so for instance, we're talking about day sessions. Yeah. You want to start drinking at midday. You want to go and watch the football at 12.30 and you want to carry on drinking, watch the uh, late kickoff, go out for a night out. If you want to survive that day, same way if you were too tired to go work and you want to get the Red Bulls, you do a bit of gear to get you through but the then, day. But then, do you know what that is? But that's, that is, that, that's born out of people doing gear though because what happens is people what what you what you would do normally like so say before or say you're you're out for a long day say football sometimes yeah. right so if you football so if you go to an away game that's a long old day to keep yeah. boozing all, all, all normal people do yeah is you just slow down yeah. so when you feel drunk yeah, when, when you when you when you feel yeah. drunk when you feel drunk you, you don't have another drink because you're drunk. People do gear and they forget that. So they just shove booze down their throat and then it's a fucking, oh, I'm too drunk, I need a bit of gear. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas, it really, you just need to, you can, you, you can drink all day, no problem. You just need to control it. Can I give a retort to that Go though? On. The fact is, is when you stop drinking for long periods and you start it and you stop, then you start having a bit of your hangover. No, not stop, no, no, I'm not talking about stop, but it's measuring it. Just like when you, was, when you were younger, when you were younger, if you felt too well, drunk, but what if you, you just, like the taste of you just chill out for a little bit. Well, yeah. So this is, this is what you're saying. That's the best thing, you're talking about prolonging, you're talking about prolonging your fun, isn't it? And if you can prolong your fun, because if you feel a bit too drunk, you have a couple of waters, and then when you feel sweet, you have, you have another drink. Yeah. yeah. And you're all right. Because alcohol is a depressant, so it makes you tired, and yeah. cocaine is a stimulant and keeps you awake. Yeah. So, yeah. and and also it's also an appetite suppressant, so you're not eating. So you're right. In the old days, you just have something to eat. What, you feel a bit tired. What would you say then? Because all because I feel like I'm, only, I'm just literally I'm playing devil's, devil's advocate, advocate now. Yeah. What would you then say to people that say that cocaine brings out the best in my character? I'm incapable of no, being myself without it. No, it turns people into. A lot of people that have are unbelievable on the phones. If they if you've got to sell a product, what expense? Well, this is the thing. Yeah, it's, the, it's the next day. It's what expense, and, and people talk about. Obviously, mental health is a, a huge issue, isn't it? And it's, it's fantastic that everyone's talking about it now. But how many of these, of, of men, how many mental health issues, are prompted by the fact that people 
abuse drink and drugs every weekend, um, and then they feel like shit Monday to Thursday. That you blame everything in your life, but these you forget that these substances are massive depressants. Yeah, but then people self-medicate with them, right? So yeah. there's, there's, yeah. so you get into this vicious cycle. People say, oh, I drink cause I'm depressed, doctor, or I take cocaine cause I'm depressed, doctor. It's like, no, you're kind of depressed cause you drink. Because if you come off it for 10, 15 days and don't touch it, actually your mood gets better. Yeah. And, that, and, that, and that's what happens. And it so, yeah. does. No one talks about it though. You've got so many people talking about depression right now, but no one actually going, why the fuck am I depressed? Or anxiety. Yeah, is a yeah big exactly. Thing. Anxiety. Or I'm anxious. Well, no wonder your heart's racing, you're sweaty, you're a bit shaky, because you've just done a half a gram of gear. No There's one fucking says that. that. Everyone's yeah. going, oh, you're, oh, yeah. you're, you're depressed, I'm like, yeah, yeah. sort it out. No, address the issues. Why yeah. are you depressed? Well, look at the root of the problem. It's like if you're out of breath and you smoke. There you go. Yeah. There you go. And it's so like you don't know if you're depressed. So the you know, but I used to look after patients in hospital, you would bring them in and say, Oh, I'm really depressed, and you know, mostly it was inner city Glasgow, so it was alcohol. Yes. So you dry them out after off it. And nine times out of ten they would get better. And they're like, Oh, I feel so much better. And I was like, Yeah, it's the booze that's making you depressed, because booze does make you depressed. Yep. So does Coke. Coke doesn't make you depressed at the time. It makes you irritable. It's like it causes this massive release of dopamine in your brain. You feel amazing. You know, you're you're you get loads of energy and all that kind of stuff. But then it wears off, mm. and then your brain doesn't have that chemical. It takes a while. It takes a while for that chemical to build itself back up in your brain again. Okay. If you're keeping hammering it all the time, you're eventually going to run out, and then you will get properly depressed. Three days before you need to, just, you can have a proper conversation with someone before without them trying to be an arsehole. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Literally. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, and it gets worse as you get. Uh, the thing is, uh, if you do it at a young age, drinking, um, drinking and drugs, the effects, the side effects, are a lot less. But as you go, as you grow older, they get worse. But I remember when ecstasy came out. Well, they came out when ecstasy became really popular. It was sort of way back when, when I was younger, around about your age. Um, people would take it with Prozac to try and sort of boost their really? serotonin levels. So they take a Prozac in the knee. Um, doesn't really work. Really? It's like you said, you're boring from the future. Yeah, you are, you're that's kind of, the ecstasy yeah, I feel that is yeah. the case. Yeah, it's Suicide Tuesday, you go, people go out clubbing and by Tuesday, oh, I feel absolutely miserable and then they come out of it again and then it's a cycle. However, controversially, there was a, the, the old government um, advisor to, the, to, to on drugs, this Professor Nutt, he got sacked because he wrote this massive paper about how risky drugs were and he said it's actually more risky to ride a horse than it is to yeah. take ecstasy. The most, the most dangerous drugs are alcohol, tobacco, cocaine, and heroin. Ecstasy is right down at the bottom, but every single ecstasy death in the country that ever happens is reported in, yeah. the, in the news. Yeah. But not every cocaine death is, and not every alcohol. There's too death. many to report, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, just too yeah. many to report. So that we've got this kind of idea that this is one of the most dangerous drugs, and actually it's not. It's coke. Coke's right up there with heroin. And people are hammering it all the time. It's come matter of fact. You can't yeah. go to parties where people, you know, you walk into any pub toilet anywhere and wipe your finger across the top of the cistern and it comes away white. I reckon almost more people do gear than smoke fags. Probably now. You know what? It's probably going that way. Probably now. Yeah, yeah. Probably more stigma around fags and gear. It's a lot more socially acceptable. Yeah. A lot more socially acceptable. Weird, probably. What do you feel about replacing habits? Does it work? I mean, I know for a fact if you get in the gym and you had a, a decent structured life, you're not itching to live this yeah. fr- when uh, this weekend life. It's a, it's a good, for me, I feel like you've got to do something good, something positive that you can do to replace it. And, in terms of dopamine release. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. So it's much, much healthier than shoving a gram up your nose. But, you know, it's, but it's interesting because you can get the same sort of <clears throat> come down. Because I remember, my mate, I remember yeah. my, my mate, my yeah. mate used to, he used to cycle 
Like when I say cycle, he used to do silly mileage on his bike. He used to live in Bromley. He used to go to Greenwich and back every day. And then he didn't have his bike for a couple of weeks and he was miserable. He, he was miserable and we, I was talking to him about it and we were trying to work out why. And literally the only variable that had changed is the fact that he wasn't cycling and he, his, probably, his body had got so used to those endorphins released by the exercise every day that he actually felt a low. When he can was deprived that, of can you Can you run out of endorphins? Same way with no, drugs, you can't no, from exercising. No, no your no. body just keeps making... But yeah. people get people get withdrawals from it because they're used to sort of a higher level. I mean, this is it's, it's like a dog, you don't walk. Do you know what I mean? So if you've got, if you've got a, like a, a lazy dog and you never take it for a walk, it's fine, it just sits there and you don't, it doesn't want yeah. to get out. If you've got a dog that you take running all the time yeah, and yeah. you don't take it running, it gets used to it. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just gets used to the exercise. So just going back... I've never quite had that myself. Just going... <laughs> Just quickly going back to that. So you're saying there isn't a limited reserve. So in terms of ecstasy and endorphins, yeah. there isn't a limited reserve. No, serotonin no. and dopamine, no. no. So serotonin and dopamine, because what you're doing is you're chemically releasing a massive amount yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Right. So it's normally it's there in your brain and it works. You, know, you can you can be happier and good things can happen. You get slightly more levels in your brain and that's good. Mm. Right. If when you take an ecstasy or you take coke and just wham, it all just comes out at once. And that's why you get this, this oh, rush. Right? Running or exercising is just a slow release of endorphins into the system. But people talk about this exercise high. I've yet to have it ever. I've been there once. I've been there once. So I don't know if I can get but back there. Though. No, I do people feel better generally walking, even, yeah. even walking a dog. Going for a little walk, fresh air, walking. You do. Mate, training, uh, mate, tra for me, like, my whole life is better when I train first thing in yeah. the morning. Yeah. Start of the day, definitely, yeah. Honestly, and but it's just the mindset it puts me in as well, because when yeah. I feel like it's, like it's all congruent, right? Yeah. So when I'm doing that, I'm in a better headspace anyway, but I, I, it's noticeably different. If I train first thing in the morning, I have a good session, it has a massive impact Quickly, on my yeah. day. Back to this uh, submission from our anonymous friend, right? Right, it is an addiction, firstly. Yeah. Right, and it doesn't necessarily mean it's a huge problem. No, or is it? Can, no, 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 people can stop it. See, eight out of ten pals that he's got, don't use it. Hang about with them more. Eight out of ten of his pals are probably liars. No, it's true though. It's like, it's, it's a problem that you ain't on your own with it though. Put it that yeah, way. No, a lot of people are in it. And again, just try and do positive things to replace it. Try and do. Listen, your favourite rap group are trying. We're trying our best. Come in. Who's that? Couple oh, it's Jim with the beers. I'm lasting well with these beers today, you know. Yeah. Jim don't even give us a beer no I'm more. Here, what, you got to be a doctor to get a pint in here. <laughs> Hello, we oh, got sex, Jimmy. This is from an anonymous sender. I've been on the sesh the last 10 years, on and off. I've always been a responsible adult. I'm now of a four-year-old child, though, and I think it's time to bow out. However, 99% of my mates are still out every weekend. Every time I decline the invite, they tell me I'm being silly and that I'm still young. They come round and rack up the lines and I can't resist. It's hard to break the cycle because I'm the only one with a child. But the lads have got me thinking I'm overreacting. If you've got a child, that is a priority. If it starts affecting looking after your child, then then it's all bets are off. Like, you yeah, need what, to stop. What better, what better excuse to find to get off the sesh? Yeah. Do you know and what I mean? And who are these... Motivation. Who are these so-called mates? Like, if you're out having it and you ain't yeah. got no kids, yeah. enjoy yourself. Let people do what they want to do. Yeah. You, you don't need... I feel like it's, it's a needy thing on your, on behalf of your mates. If you yeah. want to stay Selfish. in, yeah. you're being silly. Like, 
Yeah. Come on, mate. Oh, Joking, that's you. You're, you are those mates. I don't, mate. You're worse than me, bro. You're having a laugh. If you, if you what, if someone ain't coming out, mate, you shut your weirdo, bro. You're a weirdo. No, I call you a weirdo because you're a weirdo, bro. Yeah, I am a weirdo. Great. <laughs> why is, why is having fun and, you know, making sure that you have a relationship with your friends always got to be about doing gear, doing cocaine? Yeah. For me, that is a, that is an unhealthy relationship. Exactly. You with could go and meet the geezer. Sorry, you could go and meet the geezer in a day. Go down the park with his kid, have a little kick about or something. You could, could. There is other ways to have fun without doing cocaine. That is for definitely for sure. But listen, I will say one thing. I've got friends that have just recently had children that you know have come with us on holidays, and sometimes you need a little bit of a release. Uh, yeah. You do need a release. But all I will say to you is if you can manage it and it doesn't affect the fact that you have to get up at 7, 8 in the morning to look after your child, then fair enough, do it. But if you can't, and if it has started to become a problem where you think to yourself, all right, cool, I'm gonna have a, I need to be in bed till 2, despite the fact my, my, my child's got football practice or ballerina practice at 8 in the morning, then it's a problem. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Anything that affects your child's well-being and her normal routine quality of life and quality of life is a problem and you stop it and the people that are trying to encourage you to do otherwise are not your friends in fact they're your enemies yeah. you, do you know how things change that you go through think, stages in your life where things change right? so you get into a relationship sometimes some of your friends can't handle that so then they fuck off yeah. Yeah. or you have a kid and some of your friends can't handle that or you get married or you make a lot of money or there's, a, there's just a change right? Yeah. and when that happens uh, this pal, I call it pal pruning, right? Your pals just, some of them just disappear. They're not really your pals. No. Your pals for a short time serve their purpose. If your pals can't handle the fact you've got a kid and they want to rack up lines on top of the court, yeah. get them to fuck. Yeah. I'd invite it to the christening, that's for sure. That's yeah. it. It's, not, no, it's mean, true that's... though. It's what you said about real pals because there's pals, who, if someone's really your pal, you care about them as much as yourself. Yeah. Whereas, whereas a lot of times, you sit with a lot of people, you've just got pals who you go out with yeah. because you've got a mutual sort of benefit rather than actually caring about how they're getting on if someone's got yeah, a lot, a lot of, I feel like a lot of people feel like I've got mates around them just because they facilitate each other's habits yeah, yeah. candles I, mean, I talk about candles and matches and it's really naff right it's kind of a hallmark moment right but in life some friends are like matches and some are like candles a match burns bright and short if yeah. you hold on too long it burns your fingers and you can't relight it once it's gone out yeah. right? candle you can light it you can blow it for 20 years light it again yeah. and yeah, it's exactly yeah, the same that, yeah. you, only, Great analogy, you, you, you only need one or two candles you'll yeah. go through hundreds of matches some of the years pals here sound like matches it's true. I don't. I don't think there's anything wrong with matches. Don't there? Ain't no, they're people great. Who ain't your yeah, real, you, they're they're great. Problem, but you have a laugh. But you've got. But it's just knowing who your matches and candles are. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what's important, isn't it? 100%. I mean, I and you learn that growing up. Yeah. You will. And I, I feel as though as your child grows up and as you grow up, you're going to learn who really is is actually your friend. But you do. You learn as you grow. And up. And it might be it might be some around. difficult lessons to learn that way. Yeah. I've I've lost mates that I've learned the hard way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's how much expectation you put on it. Like me personally, I used to put a lot of expectation on people and I think I'd build them up, I'd go, right, I would iron it. So if they let me down, I'd be fucking fuming. Whereas now I think I don't. I said, yeah, I said I like if people yeah, yeah. I'm like, now if look, if that's how people are sweet, yeah. I've got enough good people around me anyway. And you don't need thousands of You don't need thousands. I mean look, it's good and it's fun and it's all the and that's brilliant. And when you're younger it's you know, you do you do go through a lot of pals, right? And 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 that's that's great. But 
if they won't adjust to, oh, yeah. to, to, to change in your life, I it's tell you fundamental thing, as a four-year-old, get them out. The guest yeah. list for our shows have been getting smaller and smaller <laughs> as we've been in this game. <laughs> we've still got a big group of mates, compared to most. Like we've always, oh, yeah, had, we still, we've always had a big mm. group of pals, like very extended. Big, close-knit group of mates as well. Yeah, yeah. And it is, and it is good. And I, I'm not going to lie, there is, there's certain friends you go to for different things, and it's good to have people around, but just know what you know who your friends are and what you expect. You have different, yeah. you hold people. Don't rely too much on them. Don't rely too much yeah. on them. And there is someone, you, there's some friends you are going to rely a lot on. Yeah. But there's some friends you know what you're getting out of it. And this is important as you grow up to know how to how, how to hold these people in, in terms of regard. And it is important that you know that. But I'm guessing this guy's in his 20s. And it is hard when you're in your 20s and you've got a kid. Because, yeah. you know, you've got a lot of energy and... You want to be going out and you want to be doing it. So get a babysitter now and again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think I feel as though we all. I feel I feel as though when you get into a routine of doing nine to five every single day, you have one escape, yeah. and it is. And you have one escape, and for a lot of people, it is. Listen, I am getting through till Friday afternoon, so I can actually smash it, and you go again. But that causes a cycle, which is. But, then, but at the same time, but at the same time, yeah, at the same time, it's almost just as dangerous, if not more dangerous, not having that routine. And being like for in the industry we're in, for example, where the industry shop, facilitates yeah. you within reason doing whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like any one of us can go out drinking any day of the week, any morning of the week, we whenever we want. On it for the last three years, we could be, right? look, you lot are all drinking. We, you, everyone, you no, lot are all drinking have, here no, now. We had the option. No, like, Do you know I mean, you lot are all drinking here now, innit? It's not like, yeah. I mean, most walks of life at this time on a Thursday or whatever it is, you, can't, you, can't, you yeah. cannot drink. It's true. I feel like that ain't a bad routine. If you're going out five, you're working five days and you just drink two nights a week. And well, you've earned time. it. Have you but not? As long, as, long, as long as you enjoy what you're doing, though, and you don't yeah. get into that cycle you where that, you're just, where you, all you care about you is the You say that, weekend. but not ever. this is a thing. We, we say it, we're in a privileged position, but the reality of life is not everyone can enjoy their job. Most people ain't gonna. No. Most people that ain't gonna. Reality, yeah. I have actually done one day's graft and I off. fucking hated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I never did it again. It was a day's block job. paving when I was 16 with Lewis. Shout out, oh. Lewis. You, you made me who I am with block that. Block paving was nice. You made me who I am with that day's block paving, bro. Try, try dig foundations That's in Peckham. No, but you say that, but I've got, but I've got, look, I've got some um, farm josh, for example, right? Farm josh couldn't think of anything worse than being in the position we are and not having stability. Yeah. And he will happily go and dig holes in the rain and build fences because he's what he enjoys well, doing. He earns decent money and, and he doesn't really mind it. Listen, it, and, and the whole thing with living for the weekend, it is so important to have a, an escape, have a release. Yeah, exactly. Listen, Whatever I, you're doing, whether you're enjoying your... Like, that's what it, it doesn't have to be, but that's the thing, it doesn't have to be substance. No, it could be game with thrones. It could be, it could be, it could be going and watch football. Yeah, but if you're a grafter or something, you're working, you're doing your bollocks every day, you just think, fuck me, I want to just sit indoors. You really don't. I, think I, do, I do, that's what I fucking respect, trade people who work in manual labour and smash the gym. Scaffold. You've got to rate, you've got to rate people breed. that sit there and have, have such a physically strenuous job. And still have the motivation and self-discipline. Comes with earnings, though. To go to the gym afterwards, mate. You've got to rate people like that. 100%. Not working, digging holes. You know the truth. No, digging holes, bro. That's the worst. There is nothing worse. That is the worst. You know what? I said this to Josh. I said once Josh the other day, I said, mate, you're better than digging holes in the rain. He said, fuck off, I like digging holes in the rain. Right, listen, can I tell you one thing? One thing I learned where you mix the drug addiction with the graft, a lot of, I won't say who it is, but it's a firm in Big and Ill, right? That use speed and cocaine. Speed, I think it's going to be speed. No, they do speed. To get the graft done quicker, so that is when you, you ever heard of the mole? You heard of the mole? He's a yeah, notorious, notorious he hole digger speed. from Adderton, I think. <laughs> yeah, he's Adderton. No, notorious seriously. hole digger. 
gets on the speed, mate. He can Proper dig, grafter. He could dig to Australia a couple of weeks. Yeah, he's given the right fucking shovel. Easily. He's in there, mate. Fucking koala beer. That's just bringing it back to the question for the last. <laughs> what was the question again? Sorry, mate. Listen, enjoy yourself. Love. Yeah. Within moderation. Yeah. Do you know I mean, don't don't sure listen, don't listen to your divvy, don't listen to your divvy mates though. Yeah. Right? If you want to go out and enjoy yourself, you do it. If you want to stay and have a quiet one, spend time with your kid, you do that. But make sure that the little one comes first. Exactly. Always. Hello? Hello? Jim. Hi. Johanna J. Hey. That's, that's not Jim. That's a proper entry. <laughs> Hello, Johanna, nice to meet you. I'm Scotty. Scotty, Johnny, and Johnny, and Dr. I'll G. be Johanny. Johanny, love that. Drink? Do you want a drink? Um, I've ordered one. Oh, you've ordered one? Okay. It'll take about three hours, babe. Yeah, so it's slow back there. Do you make really? And it'll be half head, half pint. Is that a gin and tonic, Jim? Gin and tonic. I asked for gin and tonic yesterday. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> <laughs> and now she's nicked it. Have you actually, well, you got jeans back there as well? well I, I don't want jeans either, I've had them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Oh, Jim. Go on, so you worry about reading out any questions, Jim. By the yeah. time you started fighting back, Jim, all that anonymity you've got over there. Joe, we've been talking about alcoholism and addiction. Dealing with your mates trying to get you out every weekend. Okay, the pressure. So were you out last night in Catford? Was that with a... No, no, I wasn't. Yeah. I mean, the Broadway Theatre wasn't quite the... Oh, really? It wasn't really a rave, but... Um, but did you have a drink at the Broadway Theatre? No. No, no okay. I didn't. You're exactly what we Good need. Good bit of sober fun. Yeah. Excellent. Um, I mean, I've got one now. Yeah, right. What but, do you like party-wise? Do you party a lot? Um, No, I'm way more... Well, with my job, I am kind of don't really get, like, weekends, so the whole idea of, like, a weekend session for me doesn't really work because yeah. I work the most on the weekends. It's when most people are free to film. Yeah. Yeah. Social media is 24-7. Yeah, so I... Don't really. Um, That's good. Um, yeah, I mean, some people think it's boring, but personally, I think that if you need alcohol or drugs um, to like escape your reality, then there's something wrong with your reality. reality like, yeah. It should be yeah. add into it rather than the you thing that you. Problem. Some people who are like, oh, I can't dance unless I've had a drink. I'm like, well, you need to assess yourself. <laughs> it depends how shit a dancer you are. I feel like I'm a better dancer when I've had a drink. Oh, now, we all yeah. are. Yeah. Well, no we think we are. That, That's your. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You're sure we think we, think we are, though, don't we? We think we're amazing. I've got to ask you, what are you up to at the moment, Joanna? I know you are an incredibly funny person. Yeah, um, so I mean, yeah, I'm funny. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm funny, funny. Yeah, thank so you. Funny. <laughs> you are, you so genuinely funny. are. So you can tell, though, you can tell when someone's funny. Yeah. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell. Twitch, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a comedian online, which is really a weird mm. job. It's kind of a new job that's come out. Were you always doing that? So then, no, what? I tried to be a serious actor. I left drama school and was like, I'm going to be in Downton Abbey. Really? Be great. I'm the next Keira Knightley. And um, it didn't work. <laughs> it I was like, sounds like Keira Knightley. <laughs> Unbelievable. That was insane, by the way. But um, yeah, and I was kind of doing auditions, and they were going, Knights, can you just 
just a bit much. You're like, you're all over the gaff and like, uh, yeah. So then I ended up doing this comedy series and found I was like, oh, I love being silly. I really like making people laugh. Yeah. So do you do it, is it all online or do you, would you ever do like stand-up as well? Um, I've been, for the last six months, I've been going to watch my friends do stand-up and they've been like, come on, get on stage. And I'm like, oh, no. maybe I need to be drunk. Maybe that's hey, what I, For me, I don't think there's anything scarier. I no. couldn't think, yeah. I, like, I like to, I, I think I'm funny in real life, but I couldn't imagine going up and trying to be funny and if you didn't get reaction, I'd be... Or you die. It's called funny or die. Funny or die, literally, yeah. the pressure. But I imagine burlesque would be a little bit scarier. Yeah. Potentially, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Go on, what we got here, Jimmy? What we got here, Jimmy? Give us some news. This one is from Tobin Harris via Instagram. My problem is not being able to drink pints in moderation, getting carried away every time I drink. Because it's legal, most social events have drinking at their centre, an excessive consumption is a rite of passage. Easy access means it's easy to forget the damage it has on he on society and health. Yeah, it's true. I've seen Dan. I've seen Dan. Dan is incapable of having one drink. He can't sip one sip. One sip of alcohol, and he is in it. He's got to be out for the rest of the evening. The thing is, I'm not. I'm not like. A, I'm not one of them drinkers who goes till six in the morning, seven in the morning. No. But if I have two drinks, I have to go out and do something. Is that still is that still alcoholism? Because I've heard someone yeah. say it to me before when if someone doesn't drink every day, but when they do drink, they have to keep drinking. Yeah. Is that still alcoholism? Well, it's, it, but, but, what you is his problem drinking, right? So it's like, it does does drinking cause you a problem? I mean, if, it's, if it means that you can't go to work because you've got a hangover day, right, then that's causing you a problem. Yeah, it's a Johanna, so you said yesterday you went out and you didn't drink, right? Yeah. You went to the theatre. Were, were the people that you were with drinking? Some people, there was a bar at the theatre. Some people do. But I think I'm one of those, like, I don't, fully enjoy like one drink if I'm gonna yeah. have a drink I probably want to have a couple and make a big yeah. night of it yeah. and I don't really fancy doing that on like a Wednesday no, and um, and I don't fully enjoy um, the sense of losing control I think it's quite unattractive as well yeah. I mean you might feel more attractive when you're drunk but you yeah. are actually less attractive have you had a lot of bad experiences like is that has that come from experience or yeah I think I realized I sort of clocked um, in my mid-20s I was like hold on uh, how fun is it because I always end up Messy nights. Yeah, but now I find it out, like, I'm not drinking now, but it's like, and I'm not going to be drinking for a while. And you do find, find it when you go out. And that's the thing, because everyone's like, oh, you're not going to go out then. And it's like, no, I want to try and still socialise and still go out and see my mates and put myself in that environment. It's but, hard when you're the only yeah. one. I've done, it, I've done it before where people, they, people look at you weird that weird. you're not drinking. Yeah. Like, you're making it awkward. And yeah. I'm like, no, you're making this awkward. Yeah. I'm yeah. fine with my blackcurrant juice. Like, and it's why people are so bothered. It's like, why the fuck do you have a fucking drink? Why, why do you need to have a drink? Yeah. Not just well, that, though. It's everyone else's terrible company. If they're drunk and you're sober, you see, oh, yeah. like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, am I actually involved in this? It's like right? having a no, But sometimes, when you get used to it, it can be, for some people are annoying. Sometimes, yeah. if, if you're around the right people and they're pissed and you're not, you can have a laugh. I can do but that then... with stone people. I, I actually prefer not being stoned around stone people. Stone people are jokes, though. Stone, yeah, stone people, people aren't really annoying. Um, I think that weed is so much better than alcohol. And I think they've got it wrong with the fact that one should be legalised and one should be... He's a bit, I would go... I mean, I, I used to be a heavy weed smoker at uni and personally, the effects on me, it made me very antisocial. It, but it's just because you abused it, though. Yeah, if it's you, like if any, you abuse anything, same as drink. Have... But I still think if you see a lot, a lot of the people I know that smoke heavily, same way as if you drink heavily, there's bad effects. Yeah. Like, if you ate hundred bananas, you'd have the shit. But then, but then, if you, but if you, if you had two high streets, if you had two high streets on a Friday night and there was people going out recreationally getting stoned, 
and they'd recreation, be better than the drunks. Yeah, they'd be better. Which one's, which one's going to cause more problems? Who's going to have a fight? Who's, the drunk who's guys coming out of the pub or the stoners? Who's, who's, who's going to throw up? Who's going to be out looking for a party? Do you know what I'm saying? Who's going to be out sparkling? They'll just be yeah. buying food. Sparkle yeah. asleep by 10.30. It's conspiracy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it needs to be addressed. And I, I, we need to smash this culture of that you have to drink, yeah. that you're cool if you're drinking. Like... Personally, I don't find it. Okay. Can, I, can, I, can I say one thing? Because Dr. G will know this because he worked on a Geordie Shore show, right? I want to I get, I wanna shirt, pick your brain he? about the Geordie Shore <laughs> show. Yeah, 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 and yeah. what was it about seeing it? If you've got a hangover, so a lot of these people were shooting every night and drinking, drinking, drinking. Mm -hmm. What kept them going? More like, drink. More drink? Yeah. It's, and I just can't get my head around. But. Well, because it, it kind of, the thing that causes a hangover is alcohol withdrawal. So your alcohol goes down, you build up a lot of these chemicals in your system called acetaldehyde that gives you headaches and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you drink, again, it switches that, the, that chemical off. So the headache kind of goes away. So you don't feel quite so hungover, right? Hair of the dog. So the hair of the dog, yeah. Mm. Which actually works for some, not it for everybody, but it works it for some people. Definitely worked today. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking worked a blind. You're perking up now. I am. I'm yeah, all after the work now. Just peaked and surged. Um, so they just yeah. So just keeping drinking. So they have a couple of days off now every yeah. week in Georgia Shore, and really? they're knackered by the end of it. So yeah, I actually, that's the thing about this. I feel like this country because when they say that there's a a binge drinking or a boozing culture in this country. I, I, I never used to understand it because I feel like you go everywhere. Everywhere you go, people drinking, everyone out getting pissed. But my mum and dad's mate is an Italian fella and he explained it. He said, in Italy, right, because <clears throat> he's got a son who's a little bit older than us. He said, he didn't used to understand. He used to talk to his son and his son would say, he said, what are you doing tonight? He said, I'm going out to get absolutely smashed. And it's like, that is the primary, re the motive, that's the plan. Whereas in, he says in Italy, that would never be the plan. It'd be like, I'm going out to see my mates, yeah. or I'm going out dancing, or I'm going out for dinner. And they would get smashed, but that was never the primary motive no. of the night. It is, you know it's, what I mean? it's ingrained in you. Cause I thought, I'm, like, I'm on a night out at certain times. I think I'm drunk and I'm going, right, I ain't got a drink. Let me go to the bar and I'm like, why am I getting this drink? Like, it's, it's, like, it's just a thing of you need to keep drinking. It's the, no in Scotland, Scotland they've, they've, um, the Scottish government have brought in this price per unit. Thing. So every unit of alcohol costs the same amount of money. So I can't remember, so they say it's 50 pence, right? Yeah. So like when I was young, you'd be drinking Buckfast or like White Lightning, which is like <laughs> absolutely <laughs> loaded with units, right? But now a big two litre bottle of White Lightning, which is shit cider, <laughs> Is, is more expensive than a bottle of Chablis that you would buy in Marks and Spencer's. So all these kids go, oh, I'd love to bottle of Chablis. I do like a good Chablis. It's quite lightning because uh, in, in, the, in the aim to, bin, to bring down binge drinking and turn it more into like the Mediterranean where people will drink, yeah. you know, you drink wine, but you'll have wine with your meal rather than, or you drink some the beer, but you're not making 50 beers because they're really cheap. Yeah, um, and really high alcohol. So, but what is what is drinking too much? Is that relative to a person? Is that when it well, becomes starts to affect your health? Says, is, it it fr is it frequency? But from a, from your point, I think of, from I think from from, from, my, from my point of view, dealing dealing with people, right, yeah. is that drinking too much is when it affects your life in a bad way. Right, and if that's having one drink and it means you're so angry you batter your wife, then it's bad. If it means that you're you're losing work, so have you, uh, Jan? Have you never been? someone to go out partying or is it something, a, a lifestyle change that you've made since um, your kind no, of No, I've been, I've always been a flower. 
Um, I like I can't stay up that late. Like I would love to be one of those people that can just be like, oh god, it's seven a.m. Oh, I should probably sleep. No, <laughs> like I want to be. I'll be there in a club. It would be at about half one in the morning, and they'd be like, oh, where's Johanna? And I'd be asleep under the coats <laughs> in the corner. But, um, yeah, so I go out to dance. So my my intention is never to really get smashed because again, I don't find it that fun. Also, as a girl, um, I do have this thing in the back of my mind of just stay in control. I always yeah. plan. I always plan how I'm going to get home, who I'm with. Yeah. I never want to be in that point where I don't know where I am, or Very I ca smart. or I can't. And I, I've always just had that, and it's kind of it's just stopped me from going. I think that's where we do. I think as a bloke, as a bloke, yeah. I do the opposite. I literally go out and I get drunk to think, because I'm a, a bit of an overthink, a bit OCD. Yeah. So when I get drunk, it's so that I don't think, and yeah. I literally go the opposite way. But as a girl, I think like <sighs> it, afford to do you that, never think of it, but it's like as as a girl, you would. I've, the way I think, I'd probably be like that. I'd be like, fuck, like, I need to yeah, know what I'm doing, where just, I'm going. You know, it's, a, it's a different thing. Because um, I've had a few nasty experiences in that sort of club environment. Most of the time, people are lovely and it's yeah. just all like banter and it's fine. I've had a couple of people that aren't very, you know, and you get yeah. yourself into situations. So I want to make sure that I'm on the ball for that. And yeah, um, yeah but, but my guy friends were like, I don't even think about how I'm getting home. This is it. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm that's half of the, that's yes. half of what we like. <laughs> well, now with Uber, you don't have to like. Because where yeah. before you'd need to make sure. Yeah, you'd be like, what's the night bus? Or something. Yeah, yeah. Like. My uh, little brother's autistic, and so he struggles with social situations. And when he was 18, and I was like, right, now you're old enough, I'm going to take you out and get you a drink. Um, so I started him on. On. He'd never had drunk alcohol before. Started on mojitos and some like sort of sweet stuff. Mm. And um, he was like, I don't think it's working, Johanna. And I was like, well, just, you know, just wait. And then he stood up to go to the toilet and like walked into the wall. I was like, there it is. <laughs> but his autism and his social skills kind of, his autism just decreases when he's on yeah. alcohol. That's and interesting. It's crazy. He becomes so chatty. He can look people in the really? eye. He'll talk yeah. to anyone. Where before he struggles with eye contact and he struggles with sparking up conversations um, with people, especially girls. And But with the, the drink, it's like he's not autistic and people find it... It's, I think, a lot of, I think that, that even if you're not autistic, I feel like a lot of people are... To a degree like yeah. that, where it allows you to be more social, you you forget about, you don't think as much. Yeah, one for the what doctor, that isn't it? What you got to ask me? Got a case study <laughs> on that. There is a case study, right? So autism, there's lots of theories why, but a lot of um, people with autism find it difficult to filter information, so they get too much information, so it's difficult to focus on to Obviously, understand. Yeah. Mm. You know, they're not very good at reading body language, yeah. um, facial expressions, and they, there's a lot of stuff coming at them, and to know which is the most important is difficult. When you get drunk, your frontal temporal bit of your brain gets anaesthetised first, which is a bit that holds all your inhibitions. Um, so you become less inhibited, and instead of somebody who's got autism who will often overthink and sort of their brain will be running at 100 miles an hour, become less inhibited and it's easier for them to, to talk. It's why people have more confidence to get up on stage and start dancing. Joanna, do you think that's a bit dangerous, though, that he <clears throat> might start using it as a crutch, maybe? Yeah, I mean, he um, he now like likes drinking because I think he feels like... Feels more normal. Yeah, yeah he feels more normal yeah, when, yeah. He's, when he's got it. And it's like, you know, you don't have to have a whiskey to talk yeah. to someone. You can just talk to a girl, like, normally. Um, I do think there's definitely a correlation between people who drink, like when there's only there's nothing else to do but drinking. Yeah. Whereas I find I think the reason why I don't drink so much is because I'm so passionate about what I do, and I I always want to make sure that I'm on it, and I'm yeah. I love what I do, and I feel like I don't need to stop, and it just like, kind of delays me a little bit. Like I'm out the game yeah. if I'm if I'm focusing on my god, and I, I surround myself like a lot of my friends. We're the same. We just like to we'd prefer to get together on a Saturday and like brainstorm ideas. Yeah, that's, that's it, that's it that you've got a group of mates. 
We've never the, done that. Have that, we though. ever said, like, let's get around I mean? and have some ideas? Let's get yeah, some like, ideas. Like, what, what, what I would say is that, do you not find as a creative, because we all are creatives, but does it not help to be a little bit away from yourself? Which is, I know that yeah, for me, like, yeah. writing, for be, writing, I, I like having a drink and like having yeah. a smoke. I like to have both sides of it, though. Like, I like, like, I like, I normally start a studio session without a drink or without a smoke. You know, and I'll start writing without it, and then I'll see, and then I'll find the new perspective on it. Do you know what I mean? Pick your battles, I'd say. If you, if you can't drink, if you can't drink in moderation, don't drink as much. Yeah. Yeah. Don't pick that. Simple, Simple that. questions, right? It's called the Cage Questionnaire to tell you if you've got if you've got a drinking problem. Fuck so C A G E, right? So do you find, do you feel you need to cut down? Right? No. Do you feel? Do you ever feel annoyed if somebody tells you you drink too much? Yes. No. Do you ever feel guilty that you're drinking too much? Never. I've Definitely actually never not. felt guilty. Do you ever need an eye opener in the morning? Do you ever need a morning drink to steady? No. Steady After yes. If, if oh, you score, I'm not. That's like I, that if you score more than two out of four, you've got an alcohol. Problem. I've got two. Whoa. Two. If I've got more than two or two. More than two. Two and more. Two and more. Today, Dr. G has justified Daniel's alcoholism. I've not so got we no. I don't that. feel guilty. Where is denial? Where You're getting annoyed. I am annoyed. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. No, I need annoyed. What's the other one? Do you ever think you should cut down? Never. Right. Do you ever get annoyed? Somebody yes. tells you you're drinking too much? Wait, that was a yes question. Yeah, that counts yes. for it. Do you ever feel oh, guilty so. that you drink too much? Oh, I've got a drink problem, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we have a breakthrough, time. everyone, ladies and gentlemen. I wouldn't mind another treat, as it yeah. goes. The doctor needs one. He's, been a, bit, he's been a bit unprofessional in the interlude. You don't need one, though. No, I don't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> don't get annoyed. Don't get annoyed. He's trying to get some work out of sessions. He's trying to get sessions out of it. Jim, we got a text. Give us the news, Jim. This one's from Ferg via Instagram. I'm from London. All my pals are there. London. Bird was there. I recently had to move 250 miles away to Barrow. Where's that? The back end of nowhere in order to keep my job. Been living here for six months now. There's nothing to do except gym and drink. So now I drink way too much and never get down to see my pals and family. Well, he's from London. He says now. That's what I thought. He's gone all the way Barrow already, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, they've corrupted him. Yeah. Uh, my friend's from Barrow. I go to Barrow quite a lot. Where is, Where is it? It's in the Lake District. Oh, Ooh. nice. Quickly, what I would get to is why. What job does he do that made him go to Barrow? Barrow. That... Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't say he was for work though. In order to keep his job. In order to keep his job. So he got relocated. Okay, but my thing's here is like, why are you sitting and complaining? Like, if you don't like your job. Wow. Like change your change your life, change your job. Like you are never you are never fully stuck unless you're in prison. You are never fully stuck with what you're doing. I completely agree. But what if you're skilled in that? In that you have a skill set. You've got a good job. A unique, a unique skill. That's there's a. A shortfall for in Barrow. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if your job is like impacting the whole yeah. of your life, then you can change it. it might take a while. Agree. But also, um, him saying there's nothing to do ex except gym or drink. Again, like, not bad. Dude, get things. a hobby. Yeah, there's lots of things. There's to do. so much stuff to do in the world. Like, expand your brain. Like, yeah, I go so on YouTube all the time, and I'm just looking. I want to like educate myself, so I'm looking at like psychology videos mm -hmm. and um, like there's channels like Brightside <laughs> School of Life, and I'll just sit there and learn about mm -hmm. the universe and shit. Listen. I'll be honest with you. Watch, uh, there's box sets, Game of Thrones, Netflix. If you're in the Lake District, there's a lot of fucking things to do. Go rambling. Yeah. yeah. Go rambling. Yeah, they rain all the time though. That's, I mean, I've lived in Scotland. You didn't go out and see the country because it rains all the time. Yeah, so true. you can understand if you're, you know, you move, you don't make any pals. But, yeah. 
but you know, you can go to the pub, you can meet people, yeah. and, and if your life is surrounding alcohol, yeah, it's. I can imagine it's tough. Though. I couldn't imagine going to a new town and thinking, walk into a pub and going, "What's happening, boys? You alright?" I'm no round away. Like I join your little. I tell, I tell you, I tell, I tell you what, though. That's like so. My cousins are from my Canadian cousins. They're from a little town called Strome, and literally that's what they say. Like from the time that you're, like when you get old enough to start going out and socialising a lot and being independent, they said all that there is really to do is just drink drugs and fuck. Like, there's nothing else to do. Nothing. Well, there then is. make it. Then make it like, or join a join a <coughs> a sport or something. If you like, you obviously gym, dude. So like, if you like, then then gym's a very solo, isolating activity. Yeah, yeah. Um, so join a sport where you've got a team. I know in Barrow they're like heavy into their football and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, and is it rugby league? Have they got rugby league too? Probably. Yeah. Well, if not, start Barrow, one. They've got yeah. decent, yeah. decent little football team, though, Barrow. But I think uh, there's a kind of like there's when people say there's nothing to do. There is. It's just you're yeah. you you're you just haven't looked. Close-minded, and this is you have to be open-minded. You would be like that though. If you went to a new place and you had you you, you just had you and your missus, you're both working. You're gonna think, what the fuck am I gonna do? Like, where'd you go? Do you go online and go Barrow? Like, yeah, I suppose you do. Yeah, you yeah, actually yeah, do. Yeah. Why, would mm -hmm. Why would you not? Why would you not? I mean, Meetup is an app that you can go on, that, that you put in whatever interest you're interested in, and it'll come up with groups in your area of people that do that. You, you might not know that you are like the best knitter in the world, and yeah. like, or, or there might be something that you never knew, you like rock climbing, or you like whatever, stuff that you don't need alcohol, or actually it would be worse if you had alcohol. Yeah. Like rock climbing drunk, wouldn't, you wouldn't get very far, would you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of people, it's just, it's just changing your mentality to like, oh, there's nothing to do. To like, until you've actually tried everything, you've like a, gone through Google. But yeah, drinking alone is, it's a very, that's very sad. Well, I mean, I, 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 I drink alone. Just, yeah, do you think it's in volume? I feel like getting absolutely smashed off your face regularly might be, but I don't yeah. see there's a problem with, if you have go home and cook yourself a nice dinner and have a glass of wine with yeah, it. Yeah, that's, but the joy, that's really like, uh, what you were saying earlier about in Italy, that's, it's, it's, it's not really the focus of it. Um, I spent a lot of time in France, I've got French friends, and yeah, they drink a lot, but it, again, it's like, it's moderated. They've really kind of got a, like the young people there don't get disorderly and like smash, you got to carry yeah. them out, throwing them up. Can I say one thing though, it's, it's actually on the continent in Italy and France, it's cultural. You have a, a glass of wine with your meals Dinner. from the age of 13 and 12. Literally. In this country, it isn't cultural to have a drink, glass of wine. We right? rush it as well. I feel like yeah. we, we race we, to finish the our pints. Culture like, we've just got drinking. a bad way pints. of drinking. Like our yeah, culture has yeah. been drinking. We don't drink, they drink half pints as well. Yeah, exactly. Don't they, they, don't, we, we, they drink for the enjoyment of drinking. We drink to get pissed. And there's a very big difference. So if you, what you're doing, if you're, if you're Italian, which I don't think you are, I'll be honest with <laughs> you. Yeah. You're, you yeah. shouldn't be drinking alone if you're drinking to get pissed. If you're drinking to enjoy alcohol, yeah. enjoy wine and beer, and you like different, different hops, you know about hops, don't it's you? Not really, it's not really who you drink with, it's how you're drinking it. Yeah. I'll be fucking Belgium. Yeah, so if you're drinking for the taste of it, fair enough. If you're drinking to get pissed alone, you're in a bad place and sort it out. Mm. Do you agree with that, Doc? Yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. <laughs> he backs you. <laughs> that is my point. But what about like that whole thing about drinking alone and, and loneliness? Can loneliness not lead you? Yeah. It, I mean, it sometimes goes the other way around rather than you drink. Well, if you're drinking to forget about the fact that you're lonely, then the drink... If they, I mean, alcohol's nice, right? And and it serves a purpose. And a lot, some of it tastes nice. Well, you know, that's why wines are so expensive and whiskey's lovely and all these kind of things. Because it tastes good. But if you're using it to substitute it for something else, then that's a problem. Yeah. And, that, and that's the same for anything. If you're using sex to substitute for the fact that you're not in love or you're using the gym to substitute for the fact that you feel ugly about yourself or whatever. If you're doing anything to substitute, then deal with the underlying problem. But then surely, but then surely, like, the is any, is any, come on, like, really and truly, is anyone actually 
Can anyone honestly say that they're having an alcoholic beverage just for the taste? And there's not a slight no, bit never, of them wants to get that because we're British. We don't. We no, don't what, what, I'm saying, what I'm saying to you, you're saying if you're drinking to get pissed, but then yeah, surely if you, if you weren't drinking to get pissed, you'd have a soft drink. So, yeah, drink but what about the people that have a drink of uh, who every night have a drink of uh, Malbec? Still, because yeah, they, they still, still want that slight feeling. Otherwise, they'd have an elderflower cordial. You like the taste a lot. People, you are Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still, but you're still drinking alcohol. There's a difference between getting like. Uh, one like a little but like a little buzz, a little mellowing, and being out of control, slurring. Yeah. Like, but you're still drinking for that little buzz, though. Yeah. yeah. You're not. You're not. You're not. You can't ever tell. I'm not. Just I'm not having. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm yeah. not having that anyone drinks alcohol just for the taste. No one drinks it for the taste. Lloyd I'm Grossman. Like Lloyd Grossman. He makes pasta uh, sauces. Trust me. He drinks for the taste. No one drinks for. No one drinks just for the taste. There we go. I mean, I I would suggest this guy. He's clearly not happy in the north, and he should yeah, move back to London. Hundred percent. Get a different job or. Join the rock climbing club. Right, so something uh, we got to admit something that isn't part of our stereotype. It's basically culture. just admitting something, so something that you wouldn't usually say. So oh. something. Oh, okay. Go I'm a geezer. I go up Edgeware Road for a bit of shisha, and I love. A slow jam. I love a genuine Tyrese, um, uh, Brian McKnight. I love show, slow jam anthems and it, it gets me through the day sometimes. Uh, I'm Scotty Stacks, I'm a geezer and I've got this uh, one jumper from when I was proper slim that I just can't throw away in case I fit into it again one day. You'll get back into that. I fuck it, I will, I'll this that. year. I mean, we'll I'm gonna fucking do it. Yeah. This ain't even a secret. My name's Danny Graft, I'm a geezer. I drink a lot on a night out because I'm a very bad dancer. I'm scared to dance in front of people. It's, it's the only thing that I'm not afraid of anything but dancing. It's probably the only thing. If I had to get, if you said get up and dance now in front of everyone, I might cry. Um, Gareth Smith, I'm a geezer. I plucked my eyebrows since I was 13. The first time I did it, I came down looking like Greta Garbo. My mum and dad <laughs> didn't even crack a light. They were literally arch things that looked like a drag queen. <laughs> That's, that's, that's real free that's free to geezer that, that, that was the up. point of it yeah that's good that's and so yourself I, oh I need a geezer thing so yeah. what is it is things so you're that, doing the uh, you no it could something. be it could be something that you wouldn't expect a girl to do or just generally say you wouldn't like to admit break a stereotype of yourself um, I'm Johanna I'm a geezer and I quite like the smell of my own farts wow <laughs> <laughs> That's a mad thing. No, I rate that, I rate that. Fantastic. Bro, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to lie. Who don't? I don't. See, but girls can't admit that. It's mad. I don't. Really don't. That's true. That is true. No one, your own fart don't smell. Oh, it does. No, at certain times, but that's, yeah, but generally. Let's get out of here, man. Can we get out of here? You're probably pissed, That was mad. That was free to geezer. That was free to geezer. Well, I'm not gonna lie, that was very insightful. Good episode. I learned quite a bit about myself, about each other. Yep. I think more than anything, we've all learned that if you're drinking too much, you're doing too many drugs, you're doing whatever, there probably is a root cause. There's something at the heart of it, deeper than the drug, deeper than the drinking, it's that quite important. You need to probably address and you're not gonna solve that problem through drinking or sniffing or smoking or anything else. Well said, mate. 
we did. We, t- we touched on some very important issues, serious issues. Like we say in every episode, if anyone's going through problems, we're going to list after all the website places that you can go and find places where you can get information and help with any problems you're dealing with. And if you don't want to do that, our ears are always open. Message us, the manor, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We always respond. If anyone's got any problem, we might take a while, but we'll always get there. We'll get there in the end. We always will. Sadly, this is the last Free the Geezer podcast. If you want to hear another series, please, please make sure you like, subscribe. More issues, more banter, more beers if Jim can get him in on time. Free the Geezer. And enjoy yourself. Download the AP.